Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are uh, reacting to the reveal of EA's newest Star Wars game, yeah. Star Wars Squadron. This was one I genuinely did not expect, Chris. So, no, I didn't either. I, uh, well, there was like a rumor, uh, uh, like a Jason Schreier rumor, like I feel like about six months ago, and he said something about a smaller game coming out of EA that was developed quickly that would be multiplayer. And, um, it was kind of like, I don't know if he said it could be have to do with ships or if people just thought maybe it had to do with ships, but, um, I kind of remember, I, I kind of remember something like that happening, but like it was kind of on the back burner. And then whenever this was revealed, I saw he tweeted out, he's like, "Yeah, this is the game I was talking about." <laughs> That's really funny. I love it. I like. I wonder. I wonder. Like sometimes with him, I'm like, does he know no, or does he just know once he sees it? Like he's like, yeah, ah, this is what they were talking about. Yeah, you it's know? like whenever it comes, like he's like he knows where his source comes from, and so it's right. like he sees like you know this was EA motive or whatever, and it's like oh motive, got it. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, uh, before we go uh, any further, um, we. Uh, I want to take a, uh, a second and um, tell the listeners, if you haven't um, seen anything on social media, which we haven't really posted a lot, um, mm-hmm. so you probably haven't, but um, yeah, our friend uh, and, and friend of the show, co-host uh, Jared Walker, passed away a couple weeks ago. We didn't have a show last week because of that, and um, uh, probably won't you know, uh, go into a lot of detail um, and it's still real fresh, but yeah, uh, wanted to let um, everyone know that. Um, and uh, you know, if uh, if you're a praying person, prayers are definitely appreciated for the family and for us. And um, we uh, we love and miss him, and um, are thankful for all the times that uh, he spent with us on the show mm-hmm. and um, for his friendship uh, over our our entire lives. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I mentioned you know at his memorial service or whatever that you know we've we know have known him our entire lives. So this is you know this is something that is has kind of shaken both of us you know in in that way where it's just a it's a yeah. huge adjustment. So yeah, um, at some point we'll do some kind of uh, memorial or something like that here yeah. on the show. Uh, but uh, uh, for now, um, just uh, know that and um, that's. Uh, that's something that's that's going on in our world. We um, hate it, and uh, uh, yeah, there's there's not really much to say. Uh, or, I mean, there is, but like it's hard. There's you know, there's it's hard to express things right now. Yeah, so. I think last week whenever we were talking about the podcast or whatever, you know, the it's it's in a lot of ways it's just hard to string string thoughts together. Um, and, you know, whenever whenever you know it's it's this fresh on on our minds, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, just first, I guess, clarity, just so no one's wondering, it was a, right. a car accident. He wasn't at fault. And um, it was just, uh, it was a, a freak, terrible thing. And, yeah. um, and so, uh, again, 
thank thank everybody for their support and their yeah. love, and uh, we we will miss Jared. Yeah. All right, John. So uh, for this episode, before we get into Star Wars, right, we're going to do a pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right, John. So uh, this year is Sonic the Hedgehog's 30th anniversary. Dude, that that blows my mind. You yeah. know? I mean, I guess like um, it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't because like it seems like you know Sonic has like always like we were we were growing up or whatever. Like Sonic was already a thing, so I guess it doesn't he, blow my mind that much. Yeah, I mean, I'm only 34, so that means I was four whenever he debuted. Yeah, and so that I mean that's pretty that's pretty early. That's pretty early. I mean, and and you know we we really came on board whenever uh, like the you know I guess the, like a lot of games were already out whenever I remember yeah. playing them. Yeah, um, and so the, the reason I wanted to bring it up now uh, is because there's, uh, I think, a lot of um, sales happening right now on Sonic games. Steam has a huge Sonic game sale. Um, all uh, a lot of, I, I think, all the digital um, games on Xbox, except for Sonic Forces, are on sale right now. Interesting, because um, I think Sonic Forces is actually on sale on Switch for a <laughs> very low price. Nice of ten dollars, I believe. Yeah, I mean it's worth ten dollars. I played, I threw, I, and I play every Sonic game, John. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Sonic Forces was good. It was, it's worth ten dollars. I paid, I think, I got it on sale. I think it was originally, I think it was a forty dollar game. Sounds right. I think I paid, you know, like thirty for it, maybe or twenty nice. something. Now, uh, my question it, is, it was, Chris, it was did, worth it then? Too. Did you play it on the Switch? Because I'm just not sure. Uh, like, there's always the question in my mind, you know, with yeah. games that are on all the consoles. Yeah, is like, is the Switch version way worse? Um, what's interesting is, that, yeah, the the Switch version of Sonic Forces. Uh, I, I'm not gonna say worse. It's just like it it doesn't feel as good as the xbox version mm. so like i own it both places i don't know if i ever told you that i own it, own it i own it both places and um so really what I, you're saying is you spent 60 dollars on sonic Forces. yeah well I, I started it on the switch and then stopped playing it because i didn't i wasn't having as much fun with it mm. but then it went on sale on xbox i was like okay i'm gonna i was having enough fun with it to try it again yeah and and so i bought it again and uh and and i really enjoyed it on xbox nice. so well, if it goes on sale on yeah. Xbox, then I'll pick it up there. Because like, I, that's the only reason why I didn't immediately pick it up on Switch was I was just like, yeah. "Ooh, is this going to run at sixty frames per second, or for you know, is it going to be?" Is I don't it even know like, if the console version does. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, back in the day, like you know, on the Dreamcast or whatever, like the, you know, that's running like a smooth frame rate, and yeah. so I would hate to like boot this up on my Switch or whatever, and then it just be like you know, not smooth. <laughs> Um, but well, here I can pull it up. I, uh, I th I'm pretty sure that um, Sonic Mania is on sale. Ooh, that's dude, that's a jam, man. Yeah, and that's the th like that's the one that makes it like crazy worth it. Let me see here. Let me just confirm. I have my Xbox on right in front of me, so I might as well just <laughs> double check. <laughs> just just pull up, pull it up, and, and find out. Yeah, there's no reason not to. Um, well, that's not where it was. <laughs> Oh, here it is. It's the deals with gold. Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. 
Yep, Sonic Mania on sale for ten dollars, dude. Oh, dude, that is a, so, that's a great price for that game. One hundred percent worth it. Yeah, you got Sonic Mania on sale for ten dollars. Uh, Team Sonic Racing, which I I actually haven't played that game. Yeah. Um, and so I've been thinking about picking it up. Uh, I've but it's, it's got tw- it, it got good reviews. It got like decent reviews, like sevens, eights, like whenever it came out. Like it's you know basically the the worst thing that you could say about it was like, well, it's not Mario Kart, but it's like, well, yeah. nothing's gonna be Mario Kart, so. Um, and then there's all the Xbox 360 Sonic games, so Sonic the Hedgehog uh, 2, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, mm. Sonic the Hedgehog 4, uh, for some reason Sonic 3 is not on sale, and Sonic and Knuckles is not on sale, so there's that. Sonic Generations is on sale, uh, Sonic the Fighters, Sonic Unleashed, so uh, Chris, Sonic CD, yeah. I need to do some research, but I think... One of those games, either three or Sonic and Knuckles, because like those were like a uh, like side by side, like they came out like around the same time. I think, I think there's some music licensing conflict with those games, um, and so that could be why they're not on the sale. I'll have to like, I'll, but I, I own I, them. I mean, yeah, at some point, I mean, you own them, but like they have to pay a music licensee in every you know every time somebody oh, buys it or so, so it's like it doesn't they may not I go see. on sale as frequently. I see. That makes sense. But I uh, I don't remember who the licensee was, but I think it's like some, you know, just like a, a, a big name musician or whatever, like composed some, like the ending track on one of them or something like that. And then yeah. it's a, in a huge conflict or something like that. So anyway. Um, the uh, the other thing that I, I saw this week, so um, it actually might still be active. I don't I don't really remember what the time frame was, but in Fantasy Star Online 2, which we will review at some at point. At some point, Chris. Um, uh, they, uh, they had a, uh, basically if you went into the chat, well, first of all, uh, the public spaces were all turned into Sonic, uh, spaces. And then they had the, uh, do you mean the, the social ad- hubs, the social hubs? Yes. <laughs> As Star Wars squadron puts them, puts it, uh, <laughs> so, you know, like the, uh, the Sonic adventure Sonic song, the, yeah. that thing, that, that's what, the, that's the music that was in the lobby of, Dude. Fancy Star Online 2. That's great. Uh, and then they had like this giant uh, Sonic statue, and you could run around and collect rings, and yes. then you'd have an emerald, and there was just like some other stuff around. Was but Big if the you, Cat the, there, Chris? No, Big the Cat was ah, not there. Bummer, because it's not a party hanging out. unless Big the Cat is there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, you, um, if you put in the in-game chat, gotta go fast, with capital letters at the beginning, you would get Sonic the Hedgehog-themed, um, like, costume pieces dude that's fun yeah and then there was some like some other like quest lines but i was like ah, i don't have time for this so you so, could role play in fantasy star online you could a character that then would would cosplay as sonic the hedgehog yeah you it's totally good i freaking love it dude 100 <laughs> percent technology um, man it's the best so anyway like just uh just poke around with whatever uh, game system you have and see what kind of sonic deals there are because i'm pretty sure uh, that there will be no matter what you have. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna boot up my uh, Sega Game Gear, Chris, and try to find these yes. Sonic D- on <laughs> online. <laughs> gonna try to wedge some Ethernet cable <laughs> into the the game slot somehow. Yes, make definitely. it happen. Hundred <laughs> percent. John, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is uh, Tyco 
drum master. So, so this uh, that's the uh, that's the that's the uh, English translation of a game that came out in, in Japan. It's it's a it's a game series that is a rhythm based game, and it's like for arcade or whatever. But it's it's similar to like a uh, like a um, a Guitar Hero, where like you have you have a drum, and you hit the drum on the different beats and there's different like strokes so you can do the side stick or you can do like the uh, the main hit and you can hit what, two wait, drumsticks wait, what, at the what, same time what game what game platform is this for so it's for switch oh, okay um they ported the the arcade kind of thing for switch and it's it's called uh taiko no tatsujin and again that translates to like taiko drum master and uh and it is really fun. It's got a bunch nice. of like uh, like uh, J-pop uh, songs in there, as well as some like licensed stuff um, in in Japanese or whatever. Where it's like even like a uh, Moana, the I am Moana, where like th- that song um, is on there, but in you know sung in in Japanese. And but like you can play drums to this thing. And so Catherine and I um, the other night it was just like, all right, well this thing's on sale for like fifteen bucks. Like let's just buy it and and like see what happens. And we got a, co- a couple hours of really fun entertainment out of it. Des really That's liked awesome. it as well. Um, because like with the 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 Joy-Con, you use them like drumsticks. So you have like a right drumstick and a left drumstick, and then you can do side stick. So like you turn them to the side and then hit, um, and it'll do like a you know like a clack sound. Um, and so like you're just in there like doing the drum stuff, and then there's like the the ones where it wants you to do big drum rolls and stuff like that. And it's just really it's it's just a fun time. Um, and you can get super serious in it, Chris. I was like looking up stuff, and people actually like you can get like a uh, a peripheral, like a, a Guitar Hero style peripheral that looks like a taiko drum, which is those big drums, um, you know, that you see like in a like I first encountered them in uh, the Japan Pavilion in Epcot um, mm, with like yes. the performers that are there. And so there are those big drums. Like you can get, you can get a drum pad version of that, like a, a MIDI drum pad almost, and get drumsticks, and you can just you know you can play this thing. Um, but it's it was it was a blast. Like I had a I had a very good time with it. Um, That's awesome. It's a good time, man. And Des also, I like, gave him one of the controllers. He was jamming, dude. He was like trying to shake the thing. So is is it kind of like Guitar Hero, where or like the drums on Guitar Hero, where you have to like time it out to the beat and yes. like what's on screen okay. yes and so like they have like specific parts that kind of go with the the uh the the pop songs and stuff that they're that they're playing so there's like these big drums the boom 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 cat, boom you know so stuff you know, it's just it's just a really like rhythmic interesting time and and uh it gets super complicated if you go up in difficulty we like we're like i wonder what expert is like and so we tried that it's impossible with motion controls i guarantee you it's impossible with motion controls um you would need like one of the drum pads or something like that in order to, to really do well because it gets real complicated and very fast like with triplets and stuff like there's triplets in there it's like this is intense man um but yeah. super fun very like you know casual again for like 15 bucks for the for the full game or whatever it was just like uh one of those like man let's just let's just do this so we did and it was a blast yeah that's awesome. How much was it? It was uh, fifteen dollars on sale. So I think That's originally it's uh, like it came out back whenever the Switch like was was relatively new within the first like year year and a half, and so it was a full full sixty dollar game or whatever. And I've just had it sit in my wish list and it just happened to be on sale whenever I was in there uh, the other night and we were we were looking for something to do and I was like let's just play this. So nice. And it was a it was a very fun time with uh, with the fam. And again, That's awesome. Des also loved it. You know, so two year old cool. approved. All right, so my pick of the week was any Sonic game because it's his 30th anniversary. I just looked up uh, 
you can get Sonic Generations on Steam for a dollar, John. Dude, that is a great game. Yeah. Totally uh, worth a dollar. I mean, hundred percent. Like worth a dollar. <laughs> that game I would spend currently into you know today. Like so, like I've played it in the past or whatever. So yeah. I spent probably you know forty fifty bucks to play it. Then I would probably spend that again. Like I played. Like, oh, I would th- too. Paid like thirty forty bucks to to play it. Yeah, uh, like um, Sonic Generations is probably my second favorite Sonic game after uh, uh, after Sonic Mania. I'll agree with that. Like I agree. Like it has it takes the best parts of 3D Sonic as well as some of the best parts of 2D Sonic, combines yeah. them together in a cool package that um is is like both addicting from like a challenge perspective, so like that side of my brain where I'm like I want to I want to get every single like A, I want to S yeah. rank everything. Yeah. Um as well as like just wanting to like blow through this level like you get the the speed rush definitely while you're playing that game. Totally. Um, so that was my pick of the week and your pick of the week. My pick of the week was Tyco Drum Master, or as as you'll probably see it in the eShop, it's uh, Tyco no Tatsujin. All right, John. Now is the time. We're going to talk about Star Wars Squadron. Squadrons, man. Squadrons. Sorry, I was uh, I just I was wasn't putting the S on the end. Maybe maybe is there is there an S, dude? I might be wrong. I don't know. Hang I on, could be look. completely wrong. I'm Star Wars Squadrons. Yes. Okay, so it has an S. Okay, good. Okay, good. so um, this was announced at EA's Play Live, which I didn't I haven't watched the whole event yet. I need yeah. to. Um, all this kind of happened uh, last week. Right. Um, and so uh, I need to do that. But uh, this is probably like I mean this is. Uh, I'm I'm super happy about it. It kind of feels like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. And also seems like whenever you watch this trailer, it's like honestly just like just kind of crazy, man. It's really interesting. I've I I so I'm I come off the trailer very positive. Do you come off very positive off of the trailer and the gameplay stuff? Totally. Yeah, I mean yeah. I thought I mean I think it looks it looks beautiful. The sound yeah. looks great. Like I mean or sorry, the sound sounds great. Like it just feels like you're going to be, you know, flying you know, a, a an X Wing or a TIE Fighter or A Wing or whatever. The uh the fact that it is VR enabled mm-hmm. makes me really want to play it in VR. Yeah. Um and I kind of like I mean we're I'll get up I'll get a PS five. So like but yeah. I, I'm wondering if maybe like uh if PlayStation comes out with a new VR headset or something like that. Um or if I need to pick up an old one, I don't mm. know. But I kind of want to. I want to play this in VR. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the same. Where or initially, whenever they're like, "Oh, and, and anybody who buys this game will will be able to play it. And it's VR supported. Like, so if you have a VR headset, you can play it in VR." It immediately yeah. made me think, like, "Oh man, do I need to do I need to like buy this on PlayStation so I can get it a PS5?" Um, the thing that I found interesting, not only about this game, but also about all of EA's. Uh, presentation, like all the announcements, because I I didn't watch the whole presentation, but like I, I tried to catch up on like any of the the big news. They didn't really announce uh, like next gen games. Like they announced a lot, like the games that they they announced like that are for now and not like at yeah. some point in the future, because they announced like a skate, uh, a new skate game that that'll be definitely next gen. Um, but that's like so far away because like they're just kind of you know starting the development now. Um. But they didn't really announce anything. Like this, they didn't announce that this game would have like a uh, PS5 and uh, Xbox Series X version or anything like that. I mean, it'll play on those definitely, and like the the Xbox, you know, with their 
the way they've been talking about the uh, the infrastructure there that says it'll have upgrades. Like all the games will have like be basically maxing out whatever they can do frame rate wise and performance wise, but it's not going to have necessarily a dedicated like PS5 SKU. At least they haven't announced that yet. And so I don't know, man. Like it, it does it does make me question a little bit. Like of like you know, where is this game going to fall with next-gen conversations? Like, is it a situation where, like, um, it'll just basically be backwards compatible, play the same way that it does uh, on old-gen, but on the on the next-gen? I don't know. It's it, that, that part of it is interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Like, uh, I mean, a lot of these graphics, honestly, they look like, they look next-gen, like next-gen graphics. Yeah. Um, so let's talk real briefly, real quick, about uh, the different modes in this game. So first, yeah. there's a story mode. Um, here's the description uh, from the from the website. Learn what it means to be a pilot in a thrilling Star Wars single-player story. Seen from alternating perspectives between the New Republic and the Empire, iconic and emerging leaders on both sides are battling for the galaxy. Set near the conclusion of the Galactic Civil War, this is a time when ace pilots will make all the difference. So Dude. there's a single-player single storyline. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there's also dogfight. Let me uh, read that. Challenge the galaxy's finest in five v five dogfights. The mission is simple, but the execution requires skill. Fine tune your loadouts for speed and accuracy. Compose, wait, yeah, compose your squadron with different starfighter classes and eliminate the enemy to claim your glory. There's also fleet battles. Unite with your squadron online or play against bots to tip the scales in monumental fleet battles, a multi-stage objective-based contest between two squadrons of five. Advance the front lines front line by dominating the enemy in intense dogfights and carry out bombing runs to take out capital ships, protecting your ultimate goal, the destruction of the massive enemy flagship. So that's, that feels, that feels like a, uh, a cross kind of between, um, I can't remember what's the mode in Battlefield uh, that mm. uh, where you like continually kind of take objectives and move further yeah, move along down the map or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, I can't remember what uh, the name of that mode is either. Um, and it also kind of feels like, kind of like a raid mode, maybe you know, right. something like that. Although you're you're fighting other people, right? Yeah, I mean, it kind of almost it, the description there almost makes me think of like a Titanfall-esque type of a thing, like Titanfall, you know, where, where you have like, oh, you can play against bots or you can play against regular people and, you know, you're, you're, you're pushing towards this thing. So, yeah, but the objectiveness of it, like the objective base of it where it's almost this tug of war or, or a defend or attack situation feels a yeah. lot like Battlefield. Like that sounds like, man, it's hitting those like Battlefield kind of things, which so obviously it's EA, so like they, they would be able to potentially pull off that type of a situation. Here's the uh, the 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 different ships that you're gonna be able to fly. Um, a T sixty five X wing Starfighter. Yes. A BTL Y wing bomber. Yes. RZ one A wing interceptor. Nice. The UT sixty D U wing support craft. That's on the Yay! Rebel or the uh, wait no the New Republic side. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like I don't know. The you support know, craft, like the support craft specifically on the the uh, the Rebel side. I'm just like. I don't know, man. Who's going to yeah. choose this thing? Uh, so there's a TIE LN fighter. So it's the TIE fighter with the flat um, the, the, the flat sides. TIE SA bomber. Um, the TIE in interceptor. And the TIE RP reaper. 
Nice. I mean, all of those, all of those. I feel like the Empire side, where you're just like, and this is honestly, it's totally Star Wars, where it's like the, you know, the uh, rebe- rebellion is always like all these ramshackle kind of like it feels like they're using like yeah. duct tape to put these things together, and then the <laughs> uh, the Empire's really like, man, those are some good looking starships. Totally, totally. Um, the cool thing about like they show kind of in in one of the trailers, the uh, I think it's the gameplay trailer, uh, you can unlock. Um, new paint jobs and collectibles mm-hmm. and things to put on your dash, uh, new parts to make your starship run faster. And they make a, a huge point of saying it's all unlockable with gameplay, <laughs> meaning basically like there's no microtransactions, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw an interview that the, one of the, the, uh, developers did with IGN where that he like reiterated the fact that like this is not going to have microtransactions or loot boxes um I don't know if that potentially means like you know anything for like future updates or anything like that but mm. like what you initially at the very least what you see is what you get I would imagine if they have a massive player base you know that they potentially could bring in some DLC because I feel like that's a different thing than microtransactions oh, DLC, yeah. for DLC sure. is totally totally different so I mean I'm hoping that this game like gets you know gets that type of thing because I really enjoy the the fact of like knowing that a game is like gonna be a like a living kind of thing where it's changing all the time so like you yeah. know if they update something around christmas time or whatever i would love that that would be awesome oh yeah totally uh the locations yavin prime located in the outer rim territories yavin prime is a massive gas giant one of its moons yavin 4 was home to a rebel base and remains a significant location for the new republic yeah uh esseles maybe uh though close to the new republic space esseles has been under imperial control for a decade inside esseles's icy ring the Empire conceals a listening post the New Republic is eager to destroy. Ooh. Um, the Nadiri Dockyards. The Nadiri Dockyards are a starship manufacturing facility hidden deep inside the Borneo sector on the fringes of the Ringali Nebula. The New Republic will defeat defend the Dockyards at all costs. Interesting. Yep. Um, Sisubo. Sasubo is the seventh planet of the Chandrila system in the Bornea sector. Surrounded by the remnants of salvaged Imperial ships, part of Project Starhawk, Sasubo's debris field is a threat to any capital ship that risks flying inside. Uh, Gallatin. Gallatin is a remote moon on the dangerous but beautiful Ringali Nebula. The forces of the turbulent nebula have pulled the moon apart into an asteroid field of still molten fragments. And then Zavian Abyss. The Zavian Abyss is a hazardous area of space in the expansion region. It's filled with asteroids charged with electrical energy from the surrounding maelstrom and the ships of those who dread to dared to venture inside. Cool. So there's just a bunch of like it's just a bunch of you know ships that are floating around out there. Ship yep. parts. Um, cool. And so yeah, like there's just like uh Basically, uh, I mean, it all looks great. Like, you know, my my take on this is like, I mean, anything that uh, is Star Wars, I generally like. Mm-hmm. Battlefront was always kind of just like it felt really shallow to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, until Battlefront 2, they added the story mode. That's why I'm glad there's a story mode in here. The right. one thing that I hope the story mode isn't is just basically a tutorial uh, t- to teach you how to play the 
uh, multiplayer. Yeah, and that's like I'm I'm kind of worried about that because this isn't a full priced game either. Like this is this. Oh game, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's not coming out at sixty bucks. How much is it? I think it's like fifty. Um, look yeah, at. I mean, that's I feel like that's close enough. Like forty or fifty bucks, something like that. So like, if you, I mean, and you know, with the whole no microtransactions thing, it's just if you know, I don't know. Part of me hopes that that it wasn't like. A tutorial because in in whenever you read about the story mode there on their website the first words are learn what it means to be a pilot it's forty dollars okay so 40 bucks so i mean you know so that's like kind of in my mind that is right on the line of like okay this is a this is absolutely yeah. a buy like a, this is a, a no-brainer just buy yeah. it you know um, totally. but well, it makes and, and, me worried because if it's a no-brainer yeah. just buy it are they banking on the multiplayer aspect of it just wanting to get the player base in for the multiplayer like is that going to be the main draw or I mean, is it going to have a decent campaign that's definitely i mean if, if you're if you're asking me for my take i guarantee that like the the story is not probably why you're buying this game yeah. you're probably buying this game you're right because you know like the the multiplayer is going to keep you coming back for more um if you know, like, if we're lucky, I feel like this is a two to three hour campaign. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Four. I mean, I mean max four. Like, yeah. So if Call you of have, Duty campaigns aren't that long. If I think about like if they built this campaign around the different maps that you just listed, which I would anticipate being like multiplayer maps, yeah. and maybe some like smaller it's missions. Like six in locations. Between, yeah, you figure like each map takes ten minutes. Like that's you know an hour. Maybe with the cutscenes, it's going to be two. You know, you know. So here's what I. Um, hope. I mean, I I hope that like hmm, I'm kind of wondering what I hope now. Like I kind of like hope that like some of the missions they're not all like hey just go destroy this thing. I hope they're Agreed. like okay you're gonna race through this location. You know yeah. you're trying to like deliver a person or escape with some intel that's, or that's a good call. You know like that whenever they were, we were talking about that that ice planet thing that kind of reminded me of like that spot in uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker where mm. they go get that clue from the spy and they download it into the ship and they get away you know like things yep. like that where you're just like you're just trying to get out get out of places like um it'd be yeah. cool if it culminated in taking down you know like these you know and participating in in these huge battles yeah uh, but but we'll see yeah i mean and that's you know that's the part of it that that i i really hope they nail is the story you know because it's like if you have it looks like you can play both sides of it as well so like you know it looks like there's a uh, an empire character and there is a that you follow with their story and a uh, new republic character that you follow with their story so at the very least you play through you know the, the you know two different sides of this thing or maybe two sets of missions somehow um so maybe replayability there is is part of what they're banking on as far as the time goes i don't know i just hope it has some sort of like it's gonna feel star wars because you're flying around in these star wars ships you're fighting you know the sound of a tie fighter just immediately like sends me into like star wars world um and so like i'm gonna get the star wars out of it i just hope it has some sort of gravity to the story like a reason to care i i also feel like they're gonna have um cameos like some really cool cameos i think in the trailer you see like wedge and uh, you know uh there's Tons of characters that that are in this era um, that you when can pull from. Set? Right after 
Return of the Jedi? Yeah, right after Return of the Jedi, where it's like, okay, okay the main Empire's fallen. That's why, like, in the the story trailer, the Empire's talking about, like, let's go get revenge, you know, and all I this stuff. I mean, so stuff, technically, so. Luke and Han could be around. Yeah, Luke, Han, you got Lando, you got, uh, it, from the animated series, you got, like, Hera and yeah. Sabine are, are, are around somewhere. So it's, you got, you know, you got a lot of characters to pull from. It's just, uh, I, I really hope that you, you do encounter those characters in this, so... When does this come out? I'm trying to look. Uh, uh, I believe October, like October second. October second. Yep, dude. Uh, I'll I'll buy this day one. We should we should uh, definitely review it for the show. Agreed. Um, yeah, uh, I'm super pumped. I can't wait to see what what happens with. It. I mean, this is the thing. I like. I don't necessarily need to see more. They've no. sold me on it. No. Yeah. Uh, so like they've done their job there. Exactly. I mean, even if like especially at the forty dollar price point, like even if this yeah. is. You know, it's like, oh, this is a, a you know two, three hour, four hour campaign, and then you know these these dog fights, and then this other mode over here. Like, I'm already like, I feel like I can already see myself saying like, oh, I got got my money's worth out of this. Totally. Um, even just the, the having being able to put an Ewok bobblehead on the desk, like the dash of my uh, X-wing fighter, I feel like that immediately. <laughs> I'm just like, well, you know, that's oh yeah, that's totally. worth it. <laughs> that's um, awesome. But, you know, so like I, I'm in and I'm excited about it. Um, and I'm, I'm just happy that there's more Star Wars. I do wonder. So, so you mentioned that Jason Schreier talked about this being like a, a, a shorter turnaround, that sort of thing that has yeah. me thinking that it's probably like it, this is EA motive who's helped on battle, uh, front two or whatever. They did the story campaign for that. And so it's like, maybe this is assets they already had in frostbite or whatever. And so they like tweaked that and, and made that feel right. Um, cause even in battlefront, they had like third person, um, uh, dog right. fights and stuff like that that you could take part in. Um, so I do wonder if maybe this is more, um, hey, let's take these assets that we've already created for these other other things, combine them all into a cool thing, and like put that out because uh, we can totally. t- have the turnaround very quickly. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure this was like a, I mean, we've had how many canceled Star Wars games? And Dude, like, so hey, many. We, need, I feel we like, need something. I feel like I hear about one every single week. <laughs> totally. Uh, and so, like, and, and also since this is like, I mean, this is coming out for current gen, and so like yeah. I think they probably they may have something for next gen, but it may be like next year. Yeah, um, we know definitely they're doing a, a, a Fallen Order two. That's right. Um, and who knows what else they might have in development somewhere else? But um, it's definitely. Uh, I mean, I'm pumped. I mean, honestly, we'll we'll see when it comes out. We'll see if the gameplay is fun and see if it's fun to play. But I mean, I think they'd have to really screw this up royally for me to. <laughs> You know, not like this game. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. Especially like even just like watching that trailer, like the gameplay trailer, uh, the one where it's like this is actual gameplay. Whenever you're taking down like different different ships or whatever, it just sounds like it 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 sounds correct. Where you're like, this yeah. sounds good. Um. So yeah, just I'm this of all the games that are on the horizon, I feel like this is one of the ones that I'm the, the most excited about. So yeah. If anybody heard anything bumping against my mic just then, that was uh that was my cat. Mew Mew. She decided she's in love with the microphone. Yes. Uh, all right, John. Well, uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. Uh, soon, Sometime soon. Um, I think it's in July. Uh, theaters reopen. And so uh, we'll, we should. what we should do is as movies get scheduled again, we need to do another 2020 preview. Yeah. Be- beca- and figure out what actually is, is like actually coming out this year and what can we commit to reviewing because... All of our plans at the beginning of the year completely blew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) the the fascinating thing about the theaters, like, reopening, things like that, it's... uh 
like I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see what ends up happening. I mean, we had Tenet, even, uh, you know, Chris, Christopher Nolan or whatever. Like, yeah, that's late late July, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. We'll, we'll see uh, We'll see how that reopening kind of goes, that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I can't wait to see a movie again. I, uh, I have, I'm, I've missed, A, new movies. <laughs> B, just being able to uh, go somewhere. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah. We'll uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on it. We'll keep you apprised, and uh, we'll let you know what's happening. I love it. All right, you can find us online at stayintrackerpodcast.com. This is the thing we skip one week, and I forget how to do this. It always happens, man. On, Every single on time. S- on social at Chris Wright two five zero and John Wright seven seven seven, and at stayintrackerpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.